Hey, everybody. You're listening to a brand new episode of Saul's Life. With me, your host, Saul. And as usual, I got my regular main man by my side tonight, Ross. And we've got our regular attorney at law, Emily, with us tonight as well on a special Wednesday night edition. Well, you guys will get it Thursday morning, but a Wednesday night edition of Saul's Life here. We just wanted to give you guys a, a show after the inauguration, um, kind of just to just to see if anything crazy would happen. And, um, you know, we can kind of try to stay on top of it since uh, these are recorded uh, like the night before you guys actually get to hear them. So, um, but yeah, but everything went smoothly. And on this week's episode, we uh, speak a little bit about the inauguration. We uh, talk a little bit about um, Charles Barkley's comments on COVID and the, and the NBA players as well. And um, yeah, a couple pardons, uh, pardon conversation there. Uh, we, we, we have kind of towards the end, but um, you know what? Nothing too crazy. Uh, we've got an adult back in the room. We've got uh, a new president and um, hopefully we won't have any crazy headlines or worry about uh, or have to worry about getting into any kind of war uh, because our old president said something over Twitter. I mean, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be a whole new four years. Um so I hope we're all ready for this and I hope you guys are ready for the episode. Enjoy. Don't forget to uh, like leave a review, like, comment, any of that stuff. You can go on Saul's Life uh, on the Facebook page there. And I believe on Spotify, if you go under uh, an episode, it leaves you uh, or it gives you the option to leave a comment if you'd like. So we'd love to hear from you guys and um, just how you're doing and, and everything else like that. Uh, follow me on Twitter at SollyD's. Uh, on Instagram, Saul underscore Wall underscore, and um, yeah, just to keep up with the latest uh, information on the show and and everything like that. So, hope you guys enjoy this one. We'll see you next week. Peace. And I'd like to welcome everybody to it. This week's brand spanking new, <laughs> brand spanking new episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh my goodness. I'm... My, my voice is going hoarse over here. I got to see if uh, if I got everything ready and working. Ross, how you been, man? What's going on? Yo, I'm chill. You've been celebrating all day, huh? Not. As <laughs> 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 I like, clear my throat in the speakers here. Um, clear my throat. No, I. You know, I. I haven't. It's not like I've been celebrating like that all day, but. Uh, you know, it's 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 just been it's been nice. Uh, it's it's just it's it's something's different in the air. Let me um, and while I want to talk about different in the air, here's Emily. Uh, welcome Emily to the show. What? I don't know what that has to do. What with is anything. that? <laughs> I know, I know you've been making your beverages. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Margaritas all motherfucking day. Is that no, what you chose? No. Did you decide to make a margarita? With them, with them cranberry. Was, what was it? What you showed me? I thought, I, you know what? I thought about making that. But you know what? What I'm drinking tonight? I am drinking a Jameson and ginger ale. Oh, Jameson and ginger ale. In, oh, my goodness. In, well, you know, Joe Biden's, you know, part Irish. Okay. Okay. So okay. He's, he's got a little bit of Irish heritage. Mm-hmm. Irish Catholic. Shout out to him and uh, 
and uh, me. And John Kennedy and Emily. Oh, no, my. I'm not actually Catholic. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's an atheist, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but yeah, that was not confirmed. Um, <laughs> a little, uh, a little, a little Irish whiskey here from a man Joe on his inauguration mm-hmm. day. Okay, but you can okay. only have a couple of those. There's too much sugar; it'll go to your head. Mm. Yeah, no, this is uh this is the first one I've had. I I, I poured it for the show. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, I, I've got to I got to work out tomorrow. I'm not trying to <laughs> trying to feel like crap okay. all day long, but. Uh, it was inauguration day, and boy, <laughs> we did it! Four years gone. I can't believe it. Yeah, I, I can't believe I it can't either. Believe it. Yeah, I feel like, feel like I just did a bid. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up, yo, fresh out the bing. Bro, oh, I made it through goodness. those four years. <clears throat> you know how I've been through these four years, bro? I kept thinking about my last day up in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I made it. <laughs> That's how I made it. <laughs> the first day and the last day. I see you, Emily. Is this a little wire knowledge? <laughs> it's not. I used to counsel uh, people that uh, had felony convictions in oh, Orlando. Oh, shit. She's talking about real life. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. You know what? Let's take back my little joke about doing a bid. All right. All right. Oh my goodness! But it would be it would be a good guess because I'm rewatching that series right now. It's so good. Yeah, it is. I can't even I can't even argue with you. It is. Yeah. What the wire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the wire is the best. The wire, Breaking Bad, Mad Men. Not Mad Men. Oh God, Mad. No, Men, not Mad Men. Yeah, no. you're crazy. Mad Men's great. I I appreciate Mad Men for how accurate it is. Yeah, but like. If I want to like relax and enjoy a show, I don't want to be reminded of like how shitty it was. <laughs> mm, I feel you. I, I can appreciate that. If that's the case, then we should take the wire out too. That's true. Except, no, I have no except. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I'm like, I'm like, yo, about to draw some more knowledge. Womp, womp, womp. Nope. Yeah, nope, you were wrong. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to run that back for yourself, B. That was... <laughs> yeah, that, this one's for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. No, I, uh, I, yeah, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, The Wire. I'm trying to think, like, what, uh, you know, kind of like in that era mm. of shows. Like, that was pretty much it, now that I think about it. Yeah. I used to, I used to watch. I don't know. Then, then like, the rider strike happened, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of hurt everything for a little bit. Nah, anyways. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get, we're not talking about any of that. We're talking about, what do we got on the, on the plate today? We got Inauguration Day. Uh, I'm going to play. Thanks to Ross, I'm gonna play some of uh some of Chuck's uh, Charles. Oh Barkley's man, album. you're really gonna do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, I, I, he's an idiot, but I I can't believe he said what he said on TV mm. about uh, NBA players, you know, and the vaccine or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, what else is happening, man? What's going on? The weird pardon. So he pardoned. He did pardon Little Wayne, right? Oh yes, he did. Mm. You think they're weird? I mean, 
all pardons are weird when you think about it. All pardons are weird. Because think about it, um, George George W. Bush pardoned John Forte. <laughs> yeah. And 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 the main person who uh who was who was uh lobbying for him was Arlen Specter. So yeah. All them all inspector. Did that all inspector die? Uh, you got I feel like all inspector's been dead for a while. Yeah, I think you might be right. Alright, I'm gonna have to look that up because but I, <laughs> I but I remember all inspector and um I wanna say Carol King, but I could be Arlen Specter died in twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh there you go. So he is dead. All right. <laughs> Now that we've got oh, that settled, but I think it was I think I think Arlen Arlen Specter and Carol King were the ones who uh who did the lobbying for him. Yeah, to get, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so it's when it comes to pardons, it's like you know it's like this weird. What what is it to say? Politics makes for strange bedfellows. Well, pardons are like the perfect definition of that. Ugh. Yeah. Well, all right. So last week. Em said she was leaving. I did. <laughs> leaving town. I did leave. <laughs> so, like, talk talk us through that because you you dipped. You went you went uh, to Lynchburg, I believe. Yeah. And mm. then, um, but I mean, did anything crazy happen? I mean, what a what, destination. What, what what did we miss in, in 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 this week up up there? And and I guess you came back. You decided to come back on Monday, right? Yeah, I can't. I came back on Monday. So. Yes, it's a destination only because my best friend lives there and she runs like a nice hotel that I stay at cheaply. So it's far enough outside of the district that sometimes I go down there. But um, I was actually less inclined once all the National Guard started kind of moving in and I saw the road closures and like how seriously they were taking it. um, I felt less inclined to leave because it seemed like they really had a a plan that seemed like a more unlikely time for anything to happen here. Uh, but my mother was nervous and I have a friend there. So I left on Saturday as I was driving there. I got that notification about the guy who tried to pass off that, uh, fake credentials coming into one of the zones. Um, and he was the guy with like the 500 rounds of ammunition yep, or whatever. Yep. Was that him? And yeah. he actually, um, if if everything's accurate, he lives outside of Manassas, Virginia. So he's, I don't know, 45 minutes outside of D.C. generally, um, maybe less, depending on traffic. Um, so he was pretty close to home base. Uh, so for the fact that they released him on his own reconnaissance was a little, uh, little unsettling, but I was gone. Um Really, nothing happened over nothing. Nothing major happened over the weekend. So on Monday, I went. I came back. Um, you know, there's road closures and stuff, but you know, I got back fine. And I think the past couple days, a lot of DC residents have just stayed in in general. Um, so there's not a lot of cars on the street, anything like that. Uh, and then today was like pretty average day. Uh, I ran out to Whole Foods. Everybody was buying champagne. <laughs> Everyone was nice. in fairly good moods, but um, mm. 
you know, I'm I'm far enough away from the green zone and red zones that I wasn't really all that impacted. But anyone down there had a completely different experience. It was it was tough if you were living down there. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good to hear. So everything was pretty chill. Um, <clears throat> I know me and the guys were um, like kind of just throughout the day and throughout the week uh, tossing each other articles and stuff. And um, the one I came across, well, who, who was it? Was it Marv that posted this or was talking about this, Ross? I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. the, uh, like the FBI is vetting uh, the National Guard troops in D.C. Oh, yeah, that was Marv. Yeah. Yeah, because they're afraid of an insider attack. So 25,000 National Guard troops coming to D.C. Uh, were promptly vetted by the FBI or, or they're in the process of still just to make sure or whatever, um, you know, to make sure they're not a white nationalist Nazi uh, communist. Yeah, and there were um, <laughs> there were a couple of uh, National Guard removed from the detail for the inauguration because of their ties to... Uh right-wing militia so they they at least eliminated two people really see why don't they do that to our law enforcement like just our police (laughs) like that 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 to me would make the most sense i mean you know all you got to do is go on their facebook page what did i say earlier ross i was like just fire anybody who's got like a thin blue line (laughs) you know post or something and Anyone that still believes in blue lives, you know, blue lives are a thing. Just fire. <laughs> That's it. I mean, easy, done. Yep. I, I, I don't, it doesn't get any simpler than that. So, but that, that just, I, I just like, it, I, I didn't like, you know, kind of hearing that, that news, but um, it, I'm glad that it was reported. And, and I don't think enough people are talking about, about it but it it needs to be talked about because it's just not on like the national guard level it's throughout the entire military and it's throughout our own like uh, police force and police law enforcement local and state and county and whatever so i think uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna personally i'm gonna keep an eye on on stories like this and see what comes comes of them but um, I think it'd be nice if they were taken a lot more serious by our local governments as well. Well, I think that as we talked about last week, uh, more and more as events unfold and they dig into what happened on that day that will live in infamy, January 6, 2021. Then the more they do that, the more they're going to find out how deep, oh man, I sound like a QAnon conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just goes, you know, more and more they're going to find out, they're going to figure out how deep it goes, really, in terms of the people who were involved and the people who went, even if they were not necessarily part of the those who had it in mind to take hostages. But if you were out there not planning on taking hostage, but you still ended up breaking windows, you still ended up assaulting some law enforcement officer because you saw everybody else doing so. Then you went up there, and you're part of you're part of a conspiracy. So yeah, I mean it's funny how they're finding a lot of. Well, I don't know if a lot of them are here in Florida, but it's almost every other day now that I'm getting an alert or someone sends me an article about some clown in, from Florida, Central Florida, who went up there and participated in the uh, 
failed a coup attempt. Yeah. Um, but you know, but it, it's just it's. I mean, those those should be red flags to everybody. And from here on out, I don't want to hear anybody say that, like, you know, white nationalism isn't a problem here in Florida. Yeah. Like, I I can't, I don't want to hear anybody say that. When I went to UF every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was the outside of there, it was pretty bad in Gainesville. I mean, but it's a college town. So, you know, it's, once you get on the outskirts of the university and, and the campus and like around there, well, just around those living areas. And yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. But I, I, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. People need to stop. Um, stop trying to pretend it's not a problem. Um, it's been, my social media has been awfully quiet though. Ever since, especially since they, um, since they uh, banned old Trumpito from, from Twitter and social media. Yeah. Uh, dramatically the, the like like the number of misinformation is just like drastically yeah. dropped. That's another thing. So I, I don't know, man. I mean what what does that say? Like Well one of two things. A um party's over <laughs> or B they've gone somewhere else. Probably B. <laughs> right? And a little bit of crying A. Yeah. I can't, but we're, I mean, we're, oh, I mean, I get parlor, but. No, you know, parlor, here, but all, everyone knows yeah, parlor's kind of what, shut down, but there, there's some other ones. I mean, what other ones are there? I've never even heard of these. Weren't you telling me about one? Um, wasn't that something? What was it, the, uh, or was that just another thing, like a membership for QAnon or whatever it is? Oh, I don't know. The thing you mentioned earlier while we were talking. Oh no, that's the website. That's the website that QAnon was posting on. Oh, that's oh my god. Okay, see, that's how much I don't even know about any of this stuff. That's how, that's how you should. That's how you should know it's both people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the but, website. Okay. That's the board that QAnon was posting on. Um, it used to be called Eight Chan, and now it's called Eight Kun, but. Or I don't know how to say a tune, eight whatever, but that one, that's what it, oh okay. That's that. So that's the message board. That's that's uh, the website or message board or whatever you want to call it. That's ran by the Watkins family, um, Ron and Jim, father and son. Jim's the dad, but uh, yeah. So that's what I was talking about. Oh okay, I got you. My bad. I got it confused. Yeah. I'll, it's just all it's just all confusing, but I don't know might get into that a little bit later um but uh but yeah man see now i forgot where i left off boy this jamo i made this drink a little bit sloppy right now because it's a new four years <laughs> it's it really a new is. dawn oh, it's so a new day <laughs> did you guys happen to see uh the inauguration Catch hell yeah hey i had that shit on all day yeah. Bro, I had it on. I had it on since Trump left the White House. I was. <laughs> I, was I had that. I had that on all day. I didn't turn the TV off like really until like when it started showing commercials. My man, my man leaves on uh, what is it? Air Marine. No, Marine One. one. Yeah, Marine One. Helicopter. Marine One 
leaves because he didn't want to ask Joe Biden to borrow the plane after the inauguration because he wasn't president mm-hmm. anymore. So he didn't want to ask for permission. How wild. I mean, how... I mean, how you know... Childish. Is I mean, are we going to act surprised, though? After the last five years, after the record that this man has, are we going to act surprised that he pulled this? <laughs> I'm not going to ask that cheater to use my own plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. I mean, oh my goodness. Just such a, a clown. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, so what, I mean, what was your part of the, uh, what was your favorite part of the, uh, the whole thing? Did you, Emily, did you get a chance to I mean, to, I was working for either? most of the day, so I only really tuned in to the swearing in, like the real swearing in portion. Uh, yeah. And then late this afternoon, I was able to get some of the commentary and highlights. Oh, and I also saw like a couple minutes of uh, Lady Gaga's giant outfit bird situation the The golden brooch (laughs) it's the biggest one i've ever seen uh you know uh, the hunger games outfit uh, yo you gotta you gotta check out my man Ghostface. he's got the he's got the he's got the eagle arm 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 uh, what was it like i don't even know if it's a bracelet i don't know what you would yeah so so i wasn't so i wasn't i wasn't that (laughs) i wasn't that Impressed by Gaga, I was like, "Get that in 3D, homie. Get that in 3D. Get a real bird on it, bro." I heard, I heard Michelle Obama's outfit was. Yo, fire. Michelle Obama came through with the garnet overcoat. She looked fly, son. Let me see. I like, I like Dr. Joe Biden. Yeah, outfit. but what they called it? I think somebody called it periwinkle blue. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I with the matching. With the, with the with the matching, you know, I know nothing about these colors. With the matching mask, yo, yeah. man, that that was fresh. The whole Biden fam had that motif going, like the mask matched the fit, so that was nice. And then Harris had on purple, well, and so the three of them were jewel tones. They coordinated. Mm, they wanted to make sure none go. of those colors clashed. They all complimented each other. There you go. There you go. Ha- yeah. Harris, I think the the color she was wearing was like it was supposed to represent like unity or something like is that. that. Is that what happens when you mix red and blue? I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You got is that blue, like the primary colors? It was looking. They were looking fresh. Yeah. Uh, what What's his face? Uh, apparently, the guy that's married to uh, Kamala. Kamala. First of all, it's Kamala, bruh. Vice I'm President sorry, Harris Kamala will me. do. My. But- Vice President Harris's niece, my man was wearing the Dior Jordan. Oh, you talking about bro. his, his name mean, is Nicholas Ajagu. What what does he do well, for a living? He's um he's the global head of advertising technology partnerships at Facebook. So he probably got oh. those for free. I don't know yeah. if he got them for free. I know they're I know they're retailing now on you know on the, on the shoe websites or whatever for like yeah he grand. probably got them for free from from <laughs> Nike. Wow, the do you know? Well, no, because it's a it's a collab. I don't think like Nike really you know makes a Dior. I I, I don't know how I gotta figure yeah, out. It works, I mean, if it's but... a collab, who's the collab between? I think it's a designer that makes them or something like that. You know what? That's a good yeah. question. 
Let me not put all this crap out here. Let me let me let me, let me, let me see how this is all how this is all done. Because like I can't imagine like Christian Dior and Jordan coming together to make that. I, I think because you remember like the Gucci Jordans. Like it was just people putting Gucci mm-hmm. fabric. You could get you could get that food. done at the at the Magic Mall. Yeah. <laughs> you can get that done at the magic ball. You can take your uptowns over there. That was a that was a real uh Gucci listen, fabric. Listen, but... listen, we 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 worship Dapper Dan, and that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, you're right. So I ain't even mad. Get it how you live. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Uh, he really Saul really so sat up straight and was like, that's a good question. <laughs> he jotted that right. down for so let me see so the executive said 13,000 pairs of the coveted shoes were produced with 5,000 pairs offered to Dior's top mm. clients each of whom received the personal invitation that left 8,000 pairs for the rest of the world and Bakari said Dior collected the names of willing buyers in the span of about mm. 9 hours so that's that's what happened with that so I'm guessing like, I guess, oh I guess Nicholas I mean, is a top buyer. I don't even know, but, but I mean, wild. you know, to get to where he's at at Facebook, you can't be a slouch anyway. So, yeah, five million people will try to buy the Dior uh, Air Jordans, only, only wow. 8,000. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm a little bit of a sneakerhead myself. I, uh, you know, poof, but I can't imagine like the Dior well, you like, getting those. Getting why, why can you not imagine getting those? Number there one, the price. There you go. Are you kidding me? There you go. Put it on your vision no. board. First of all, see, because the thing is, like when they, when they dropped them, I'm trying to see how much they were. Just like uh, retail, you know what I mean? Like, not not on not not on like the black market or whatever. Somebody on eBay, you know, upcharging you, whatever it is. Okay, so the sneaker costs two thousand dollars. There you go, two G's, homie. Two G's. G's. All right, now that's a little more. That's a little more realistic. I don't know about seven, but two. You could do two. Please, if you don't have two thousand dollars right now to buy shoes, if you get two thousand dollars to buy shoes. Don't buy shoes. Put it in your retirement, please. <laughs> Don't buy shoes. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't buy no. your J's? Yeah. Open up an IRA. Release? Put it in that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine trying to just, just drop in two stacks on a pair of J's just because you could. They look clean, though. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. They're super clean looking, but oh my! Um, I'm trying to think. What else? What else? What was your? Favorite um, part? I have quite. I have quite a few highlights. I have quite a few uh, highlights. Um, yeah, because I like. <laughs> I like how my man left the White House. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, dressed. They were dressed in all black. It looked like they were going to a funeral. Uh, so that was that was very telling. I I was. Uh, it looked like. It, it looked like remember I made that comment. It looked like he was going into exile. It it's like you have one literally like down the street from where he lives. There is a whole celebration about transfer of power, but he left trying to keep it low key, 
but not really. He was kind of like trying to have his own event on the sly. So he walks out on this red carpet, gets on the helicopter, goes to the goes to the Andrews. Uh, I think it's a joint Air Force base, they say. So he goes there. He 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 makes some final remarks. It was kind of bootleg, but whatever. He said what he said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ remarks? Trump. Yeah, they were. Um, he said what he said, and and it's fresh because they were like, "Well, President Biden has decided." Like President Biden was not leaving the hotel, which was um, what's the hotel across the street from the White House, Emily <laughs> Blair House. It's go. like the most prestigious hotel in Washington D.C. and. He wasn't leaving until Trump left. So in one way, it's like, wow, this guy is is ever so the statesman, not wanting to steal the shine from the little bit of shine that that 45 has. So he waited till that was done. It was like, now nah, let, let him go. Let him let him get on Marine One and go down to Mar-a-Lago. Once he's in the air, I'll go ahead and come out. So that's exactly what happened. Uh, Trump. Walks out of the White House, gets on his little helicopter, d- respectful to the to the media, that like he's never been before. Talk about how much it's been an honor. He was a great honor. He was over there thanking people. You know, thank you, thank you. Then he <laughs> gets to the to the Andrews Air Force Base, makes a quick little two minute speech. It was horrible. Uh, it, it, was like it, wasn't, it, it was like a cheap. It wasn't even a rally. Because there weren't enough people for it to be a rally, no. but you did have a few people from Virginia, I'm quite sure, who made it. And um, yeah, he he hugged his family as he's getting on the plane. You know, his daughter just got engaged. Um, Tiffany, his the one he had with, I guess Marla Maple or whatever. Uh, she just got engaged, and her fiance was there, little Lebanese dude. You could tell he was out of place. He was all out of sorts. But he's there. He gets like the bootleg <laughs> hug. Please, 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 anybody who's listening, if you get a chance, watch that speech again and then watch him get on the plane. Like he hugs everybody. And then there's the guy who just got engaged to his daughter and he kind of doesn't know what to do. And he, yo, <laughs> it was like the most awkward <laughs> hug. It was almost as awkward as the hug that Oprah tried to give. Um, the president of Liberia. <laughs> yes. What? Yes, I I watched. That's uh, many years ago. That's many years ago. I watched an Oprah. It was right after Charles Taylor left, and they had a new president. And she went on Oprah back when Oprah was still on. What back when Oprah was still on the air and whatnot. And I forgot her name. Uh, lady, but yeah, the lady comes out, and you know she don't know Oprah like that. Oprah tried to give her a hug. She extends her hand. It was like the best thing I've seen ever. It was like one of the most awkward moments, and that was amazing. But it was hold on. Why did she? Why she extend? I mean, she don't know Oprah like that. (laughs) (laughs) What? What do you? That was years ago, man. That was years ago. I'm trying to I'm trying to find her. I'm, let me hold on. See, I gotta pull. Up. Uh, there you go, Ellen Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Yes, it was Mrs. Ellen 
Johnson Sirleaf. She was on Oprah however many years ago. And yeah, Oprah tried to like come out and give her a hug and show it was like, nah, fam, here, you get, you can get this right hand. It was amazing. It was amazing. And it was almost as awkward as that. So it was pretty cool to see. And then, yeah, man, like that was it. And, and it was just like, wow, like he gets on the plane, they close up the plane, boom, they fly off. And it was like, wow, this, this is really over. This is really over. I, I, I sat there and, and I, I had, as of, since before November, since before the election, I had this idea that Mans was going to have to get dragged out of the, dragged out of the White House by the Secret Service. You know, at noon, the Secret Service would become like this landlord trying to evict someone since it seemed on all accounts that my man was not about to leave. And yeah, he, he flexed and it was like, all right, peace. Man, I can't find Oprah trying to hug. <laughs> I mean, I got her on you. I've got like there's a hard get her on the Oprah Winfrey show. That she's Maybe. That. That's what I. I mean, I, I think Oprah must have like, <laughs> from the records that off the internet. I highly yeah. doubt it. You know what? That was also during the early days of YouTube, back when YouTube was uh was what was the wild wild west. That was like back in like '06. So. No copyright was like whatever, (laughs) but yeah. So so that was a nice thing to see. I also appreciated, you know, we we talked about the various outfits that people had, but I can't front. I also appreciated watching people coming in uh, to get seated in front of the Capitol. That was that was pretty fun to see. Um, Shout out to shout out to Mike Pence for being there. But we ain't forget all the bullshit that you've allowed over the last five years. But yeah, shout out to him for being there, for him to not being logistically able to attend the uh, former President uh, Trump's send-off and still attend the inauguration. It was just logistically impossible, apparently. So that's why he just went to the inauguration. Uh, so, yeah, I, I caught it, that. It, it's also a little bit of a good defense later on down the road, because if he had also left early, he aligns himself with Trump versus now he can be like, no, after the insurrection, we had a falling out. I refused to speak to him. I took all these extra words. <laughs> right. And then if on his last day he had stood with Trump and left, he would have been like, no, that doesn't that doesn't hang together. That's not congruent. So he also has a defense aspect to this. Facto. Facto. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's it's pretty rough when when you have a situation where people were literally yelling out your name to be hanged and somebody who you work with, partner, boss, however you want to see it, did, did nothing to prevent that. So that kind of sucks. So I don't I don't know how if I would be able to reconcile that. So there, there goes that. Uh, what else did I like? I. I I liked seeing um I like seeing Vice President Harris getting sworn in. She she got sworn in by Justice Sonia Sotomayor and that was that was a good thing to see. I I was really happy to see that. That was um that was that was a heartwarming moment. You know, she used uh she used Thurgood Marshall's Bible. That that was fresh too. Uh you know, can we talk about Joe Biden's family Bible? <laughs> <laughs> That, that hold on, hold on. 
the thing that looked Yo, like it was a cheesecake factory menu. Up, straight <laughs> up. That Bible is what, like 127 years old? But man, yeah, it was wild. like, yo, Shorty had to, Shorty had to hold it up with two hands. It was like, it looked like a cake or nailed it, yo. But shout out, shout out to, uh, shout out to my man. He got sworn in. Uh, this time, J- uh, Chief Justice Roberts did not mess it up. So, what's that book from Harry Potter? That talk? Oh no, it's just, I don't. It's not my bad. I got to confuse There you go. That shows you how much I know. The sorting hat. I messed it up. No. The book. What's that book? The Necronomicon or something from uh, what was that? like evil, evil. Man, oh my goodness. I'm messing it up. What is it? Uh, The Evil Dead? What? Is that oh, it? Yeah, no. The Evil Dead. The movie The Evil Dead with Oh, Bruce I never Campbell. saw that. Damn. How did you get from Harry Potter to that? I know. Talk about. Well, because I was talking about the 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 old ass book that Joe Biden had, and it looked like a cheesecake factory (laughs) menu. Then I was like, oh, it probably looks like one of those wizard books. So I'm thinking, oh, kind of like (laughs) Harry Potter. And then I was like, oh, hold on, Harry Potter had the hat. I even uh, I even watched Garth Brooks. I even watched Garth (laughs) Brooks sing "Amazing Grace." I heard he snubbed. Yo, uh, Garth Harris. Brooks. Garth Brooks like, has no love for women. No love for women. Uh or 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 non-white women. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the with the with the former. I'm gonna go with the former. I don't Bro, he I got done, he got done singing. He shook, he shook by he, he gave Biden props, shook his hand, went ahead, skipped, skipped VP Harris. And gave and gave Pence some love. Then she was like, "Yo, can I get some love too?" So she had her hand out. He gave her like the little whack ass shake, you know, the soft shake. <laughs> the, lip, uh, the, the lip handshake. Uh, don't tell me that. Man gave her the lip don't handshake. That. that kept it moving <laughs> and went through the crowd and gave his props to various other people. Then bounced. Yeah, man. Don't tell yeah. me that. I pulled. Yeah, that, man. Pulled Chris Haynes. Right Chris Haynes did a slide. So there he goes, shaking Pence. Goes over, shakes. Uh, oh no, wait, shake. Oh, he shook Joe. He gave. He gave Kamala Harris the. Bruh. Oh, that was Joe Biden. You're a good man, yeah. You're a Pence. good man. He gave it up. Hold on, they. I don't know why they're stopping it. That was Pence. Uh, hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, you know what? Don't. If that's really what it was like, Garth Brooks is. Uh, you know he's a, he's a scrub. <laughs> that's a bunch of Milwaukee. Oh, that's a bunch of Milwaukee. Garth Brooks. Um, looks, he looks like a like a big toe in a, a, a suit. My man. That's what he looks like. Never- Compliments. It's all ugly. You are never short on compliments. <laughs> I don't even. Nah, I mean, come on, man. Give me this guy. Who is he? He's nobody to be. He sure ain't. The vice president on he sure I'm not gonna front. Get I was. I was. Um. I was satisfied. I, I don't know. Like I don't know what his too, wife apparently? looks like. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry that the show has, is devolving <laughs> into this. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know who's his wife. There you go, Emily. You, you should know. Uh, 
I should not Who is know, it? but isn't it Faith Hill? No, Tim no, McGraw. that's uh, Tim McGraw. I know that, M. That's why I said I shouldn't know it's like it. like Trisha Yearwood? I have no idea. Is it Trisha Yearwood? I think it's Trisha. Hold on. Who's Garth Brooks' wife? Who is that. it? I'm, I'm looking. Man. Garth Brooks' wife. Because he married, he married somebody pretty famous in the... Uh, his ex-wife is, his ex-wife is Trisha Yearwood. I, oh, no. Yeah, his wife... Now I'm gonna tell you a single way. song she sings. Me neither, but I just know that was his wife. Trisha Except Yearwood. that you had to Google Look it. He's, he's 58. Garth Brooks is 58. He's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, if I would have known he was from Tulsa, boy, I bet. I mean, he was. I wonder if his parents are from Tulsa. Probably. I, I think. I think that's a good. Assu- I think that's a good assumption to make. I don't think very many people move hmm. Tulsa willingly. <laughs> Hmm, no Garth Brooks is that. He's probably like the uh, cop in uh, Watchmen. Got a KKK mm. robe hidden in his closet somewhere. I mean, allegedly. I'm just saying. I don't really know. <laughs> don't sue me, Garth. Yo, listen, again, we have an attorney KKK on... Well, the good news is that truth is an absolute defense. So, if it's true, you're fine. Ah. All right. Well, now I just got to prove it. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, man, I'm trying to think. What what else did I notice? Like, what did I see? Did 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 y'all see see the sister Um, poet? She had lyrics for days. Yes. Who is that? Amanda Gorman. Who? Um, she's yeah, the so first ever youth poet laureate, whatever that may mean. And she's from Cali. I think she's from LA even. I mean, that last line was she she closed it really good. She's uh, it was something about uh you, you gotta be willing to see the light, and then at the end she said, You gotta be willing mm. to be the light. I was like, ooh. Like, all right, yeah, she's right about that. Yeah, go on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's, I mean, you, again, going back to my point, like, you got to be willing to, I mean, just, just to do what's right, or at least to to kind of call out, the you know, what, well, what you see well, being done wrong. And, again, going back to, like, you know, law enforcement. Well, the idea, allegedly, there's a story that she was she was tapped by um, Doctor Biden to to perform at the inauguration, and she was like, you know, obviously she agreed, but she didn't have anything until about two weeks ago after the failed insurrection. It was an insurrection. It was a failed coup, but it was definitely an insurrection. After the insurrection, she basically sat down and wrote the poem that she recited. Yeah, so she was inspired by those events. Kind of like Francis Scott Key when he wrote the uh Oh yeah, well fuck Francis. You know, Scott National Key. Anthem. <laughs> no, just... I was like, wait, why are we talking? When he's yeah. watching the bombs burst. Yeah. <laughs> but but I see what you mean because it was about oh, the same man. building. All right, all right. I give you that. I give you that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's still fuck on, Francis Scott. You know, like Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> 
Oh man. Um I was I was talking to Emily earlier <clears throat> kind of about um oh man, what were we talking about? Like I guess them just finding uh I sent her the article about that proud boy that got arrested here in Orlando that was part of the thing. And she kind of brought up this point. She said, uh what did you say? Register His t-shirt communist? said register communist, not guns. Oh, register communist, okay. not guns. Right <laughs> on. So I clever. That, oh, brother. He's, Give me a he's break. very much All against are, so... the First Amendment, and he doesn't know it. De <laughs> facto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people like him should be registered. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That's, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I sound like a, like a maniac, but I, I, like, how, how do you... You know, how, how do you stop what that problem? problem? I don't know. Like, just how do you stop <sighs> these maniacs that think they're militiamen? Um, we don't stop the problem itself. Know. Because it, there's always going to be that. What, what you do. So more people being educated about it. Yeah, you can. You can you can yeah. go ahead and and educate people and and try to be the the, the light and all that. No, um, they're always going to exist. I think it's you got you got to go the same way the Germans go about it. The Germans are like, nah, fuck these guys. The Germans, you, you start talking that Nazi shit, they're like, nah, that ain't gonna fly here, boy. So that's it. You just yeah, okay. Well, yeah, well, no, I mean, no, no. It's not supposed to be nobody my job. It's not supposed years. to be your job. These guys stormed the Capitol building. Guess whose job it is at that point? Well, they're Nazis too. You may have a point there. You may have a point. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 who's got to take care thing. of it. That's who's got to take care of it. That's the 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 federal law enforcement, the FBI, all these federal yeah. agencies that um that that Donald Trump had sent to Portland. Those are the people who are to take care of it. They they could have stopped that from happening back to, uh, yeah, it was literally two weeks ago, 14 days ago. They could have stopped it. They could have stopped that from happening. Just like you see how there was all this law enforcement presence. So they were unable to do anything today. They could have, that, that could have happened back then to where today would have been a great day. So that's who's supposed to do it. I, I can't, I, 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 cause I personally don't care if the person who lives next door to me is telling their, their, their uncle or their grandpa that it's not cool for him to be racist. I don't give a damn because if I keep it real with you, I don't roll with people like that to begin with. So they could go ahead and have that mindset and do whatever. I don't care. But yeah, when you have a situation where the, the law enforcement is not, Willing to stop them from doing this dumb shit, this dangerous shit, then that's because that that's when it becomes a problem. Hmm. Wow, y'all, y'all got quiet. I, I know that was. I, I took a serious stone. I well, I mean, nah, I mean, I'm just thinking. No, no, you're good. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I'm just thinking. Um, in terms go of where to go from here, in terms of <laughs> oh man, in the show. 
Let's see. I mean, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I guess it is what it is, but whatever. We got four, we got a president now, right? Four, four, four new years. Let's see what happens. We got a new guy yeah, in let, office. Uh, even John Lennon did before. Did my mom really? I didn't wait for, wait for that. that. I know she was telling me to watch John Lennon. No, that's like, that was a couple hours ago. That was, I mean, it was like an all day event, apparently, um, of concerts and stuff. Um, I guess, real quick, uh, let me go oh, ahead and wow. play these. Uh, we're, we're going Bradley to Charles. Songs. We're going to Chuck. Because <laughs> uh, it was it was pretty. Uh, I mean, it was pretty interesting. I didn't think he was. I didn't think he said he was going to say all that. It was pretty that dumb. Was That's what it was. Um, oh, for sure. All right. So let's see. What he, so I guess uh, let me preface this. So I guess COVID's like ramp, running wild. I don't know why people still think this thing's not real. Um, it's real. <laughs> I had it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I, I you know, if any I don't know. Wear masks, people. Do whatever. I I don't know why people think this is a joke. But the NBA, yeah. because they're not in the bubble. Um, I mean the the case. Yeah, they are fucked going up on that one. Hambone right now. Uh, yeah, and they're. Uh, I mean they're. It's it's gone to the point now where they're going to have to implement and enforce. Well, they already implemented this rule, but then now they're going to really mm-hmm. enforce it, like the no hugging rule after uh, after the game. Um, I mean, all this crazy stuff. So I guess Charles Barkley on Inside the NBA the other night um, decided to to give his opinion on what he thinks. Uh, I guess the NBA should do and the vaccines and all that and whatnot. So let me see if I can play this for you guys and see if I can do this right. Um, and I think we'll be okay. Let's see what let's see what he says here. Well, I think they should let the NBA players and coaches all get the vaccine. That's just my personal opinion. I, 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 Kenny for sitting sitting next to that man for uh, all those all those years. Who Kenny? My bad. There we go. Oh man. <laughs> so my man Chuck. I don't even know. That's. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. How he starts to go, what, what, because they pay, because they pay more taxes than everybody? I mean, first of all, let us preface this by saying that this is from the same man who many years ago, going on 30 years, maybe, 
made it very clear that he is not a role model. So you get what you get with that guy. I, 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 I saw that. And I saw that, and I just I, laughed it off. Like no, this I guy's mean, an idiot. You, so I get that. I, I mean, you know, I, I get that. They're NBA players. Everybody wants to see the games. I, I don't know how. Uh, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know how. Jesus Christ. Um, essential? What are these employees now? <clears throat> essential? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how essential uh, the I NBA mean... is and the NFL uh, in, in terms of like, you know, making sure these guys get the vaccine ahead well, of everybody. Well, else let's, not, let's not act though like we didn't see people in uproar when athletes decided opted out of going into the bubble or had their concerns about going into the bubble or when you have athletes who decided that they were not going to per- going to play the in the NFL because of their concerns for their family so unfortunately the fact that there was an uproar <laughs> when that happened right I, we we personally someone who who said that I forgot which NBA player it was was a quote unquote and I apologize Miss Emily Pussy for not wanting to play through the coronavirus in the NBA. Like, nah, we don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. And because of that, he was called names by people that we know. And so, unfortunately, that kind of thinking feeds <laughs> feeds with the, the logic that Mr. Barkley is, is using there. But at the same time, he's a fucking idiot. Because you are correct. Sports is not an essential function, numero uno. And if we go to number two, we have actually people who definitely are more in need of getting the shot than our athletes who are entertainers. At the end of the day, that's what they are. I respect the craft. I respect the craft a lot. And they get paid handsomely because of the fact that they are the best at what they do in the world. But let's not be idiots and and get our priorities all out of sorts. I would I would put attorneys ahead of. He's NBA trying to get good graces with you. Vaccine priority. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You know, I, I mean, see, it, that's just ridiculous to me. Not to mention that the whole rollout of this thing down here and pretty much across the board has just been a complete Yeah, but but disaster. but I think another thing we should right. be talking about is what happened with the NBA. They saw that the NFL was able to have somewhat of a some success without having a bubble and they decided to just let go of that idea or and I mean what are their what are their protocols in terms of making sure that, you know, their players cuz they have much less players. They what, how many players per Thirteen, like twelve. Ah, fifteen. The NFL's got like fifty-three. Something, yeah. But uh, but still, you know, they're leaving it up to the like personal responsibility up to the players themselves, and that's why this whole thing's happening. Because maybe not the players are are going out and going crazy. Well, James, James was, but, James was uh, trying to get kicked out. A lot of their wives, kids, baby mamas, family. <laughs> yeah, he did. He really did. But um, 
you know, or or even Kyrie uh, Irving throwing birthday parties yeah. for his sister. Um, I mean, whatever. But it's it's just, I, I, I don't know, man. This whole thing is just it's just so annoying at this point. Like I, there's just there should be zero tolerance for anybody who is a a COVID denier. <laughs> <laughs> we should register well, them. We kind of like, will, we like, by the fact that they won't get the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for for I think for public <laughs> health reasons. Yeah. Um, because we have a league of how many how many players in the league? Like five hundred. And how many of them got the got the virus? Yeah, right something like that. <clears throat> oh, that I, I don't even know. Is that I, I there, don't know, but that, but I remember that, that, that it's been like... talked. You know, it's been talked that yo. I mean, the fact that he's talking about players needing to <laughs> needing to get the vaccine first leads me to believe that there's an issue with keeping them uh, with, with keeping these numbers low in the league. I mean, so yeah, so 15 players on a roster. Uh, you figure what 30, 30, 30 teams, 32 teams. Oh man, how did I forget that? I won't judge you. <laughs> Blame it on the Jamie. Yeah, 30 teams, J-Mo. so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. It was ridiculous. So, yeah. So, 450 players in the league. I love this. I'm trying to think. Uh, so, how many players... Uh... Come on, man. Come with your numbers, Ray. All right. So 11 players tested positive in the latest COVID-19 test results. And that was four hours ago. I mean, that's pretty wild. And if it's. They haven't released which teams they're on. If they're all. I mean, mean, obviously, they're not all going to be on the same team. But they haven't released which teams they're on or who it is per se, have they? No, this, let's see. So of the 502 players, this was today, uh, tested for COVID since January 13th. 11 new players have returned with confirmed that's positive like tests. Yeah. And that's it. So, I mean, but it depends. Like, Yeah, it, I mean, it depends if they get it under control and if they put it. Because now they're talking about what? You know, like Quarantining everybody. They're talking about taking a break, No. Are they talking about pausing the season? Oh, see, I didn't even hear about that. That would be wild. That would be insane. <laughs> that I, would be I, insane. But what am I just talking to? Yeah, I don't, my I don't ass even know what to think about that. I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, you oh, they already have some games no being idea, postponed. That would be the craziest thing ever. No, mm, they're postponed for sure. They had a couple, but I mean, they they shortened up the season, and so there's enough room to make up for those games. Um, I, I just it's just crazy to me that all this stuff is still being ha- that's still being played out. I just don't get me wrong; I'm a sports maniac, and I'm gonna watch it if it's on TV. But the fact that they're just going through all this, and I mean, whatever that hey, mm-hmm. that TV money boy <laughs> sure does talk. Apparently, but whatever. I guess. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Hold on. Here's uh, 
Uh, It'll give him more time to post on Instagram. Doc Rivers. <laughs> Doc Rivers called into uh, called into oh, the Richard God. Eisen show, and that, I'm guessing that was because that's for, that's a story from today. Called into. The... Well, he's playing, right and now. he he's said, "Right now, the Sixers are playing." He said, "I think we're at that point right now where there's a concern that we're going to have to pause. I don't want to have a pause. I don't think a pause would be good for us." if you know what I mean, but it's also very difficult. And apparently he could only play seven players in a recent game against the Denver Nuggets because Seth Curry tested positive and other players were sidelined due to contact tracing. Yeah. He was making jokes about Dwight Howard running the point. So I was like, oh, God. But, no. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. That's but yes, that TV money. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Definitely. With that. But, um, but indeed, yeah, but now your labor, talks. which is what money bodies, talks. human bodies, is in danger. Are you going? You going to have G League players out there? Of course. And people will still watch. Hmm. Man, I don't know, man. I mean. I, what else is going on? Is this is this it's, is it's, this it's, it? It's a new era for the show. I, mean, I, I know it's like it's like it's like really nothing much to say. I was asking Emily if she had anything cool uh, or anything fun. She started talking Below to me about Jack or the Real what Housewives. was the show? Below, give me Below a break! So I was like, no, nah, I'm good on that. Uh, she she did mention that I guess uh, Kim wore red. Uh, today, no, on her I guess, Instagram, what, she posted the, a the inauguration picture, and she's or like in red spandex. Who, who is Kim? Ka- Kanye's definitely gone. Oh, Uh-oh. Kim Kardashian. Oh, so yeah. So, <laughs> according, yeah. Yeah, according to this, <laughs> what was it? Kanye's gone. Could the be divorce a... rumors must be true. Oh, brother. No, no, no. Because no. that what chicks do? They she wear red after they break up. A mess, and he dresses like a fucking homeless alien. And when they got together, he made her like adopt a chromatone <laughs> wardrobe and completely rehabbed everything that she had in her closet. And now she's and, like, she's gone bro. Literally only allowed to wear like these monotone fucking spandex <laughs> and sweatshirts. Yeah, she has no color. There's no you wouldn't catch her in pink for fucking the past couple of years. So so that must mean he's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh please, is this like when girls? What do they do when they break up? I mean, they, if like, you want to be stereotypical, but this is not stereotypical. <laughs> Kanye's not normal. Okay. Thank you, thank you for calling me out. Calling him out. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That was very subtle, Emily. That was very subtle. Yeah. They like start. Start wearing makeup, just you know, crazy makeup that they've never worn before. It's yeah. like I don't even know what's None going of that's on. Normal. <laughs> oh, brother! <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Oh man, I think man. Is, is that no, you, so that's it. You wrapping it up? You got anything else for me? I don't. I mean, what 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 else? What else do we have here? I'm trying to think. We got. We got the inauguration that happened. We did should Chuck's we should we do comments. like some really stereotypical MLK 
commentary, quoting him, but not really understanding him. You know what? I'm and then signing off. I'm excited. I'm excited that you said that because because that's that's who I get it. How you live was gonna go to. No. Oh, see, so you were gonna end it without Ooh, that. There we not go. Quite, there we go. Not quite, Doctor Martin oh, Luther King I can't Jr. But to whoever has reduced Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. to what he is seen as today. That's who I was going to give it to. And we don't know who that is because it's collectively America. So that's where it was going to go. It was going to go to that because there you have a man who lived a whole life, mm. a whole life, but he's reduced to some little speech he made in 1963. And that's all we care to talk about when it comes to the man. That's it. It's just a little I have a dream speech and there are quite a few what, what do you call them? Platitudes that come along with that. You know, the idea that we're to be um, nonviolent, the idea that we are to turn the other cheek and that's always something that's ascribed to, to black people, right? Uh, don't, don't cause any trouble. Always be quick to forgive. And yeah, whoever that person is, whoever drove that narrative Shout out to you. Get it how you live, because you fooled everybody. They started putting them up in Moe's. Yeah, but well, that's 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 what it is. Because if we think about okay, so you know, we had a very interesting uh we've had a very interesting year in 2020. It was a red hot summer, it was the woke summer, it was the the moment where many had a reckoning with the idea of race equality, racial equality in these United States. And there were quite a few protests. Black Lives Matter had, was, at a, was at an all-time high. And you started seeing people time and time again reminding Black people and the people who supported them that Dr. King was nonviolent. Dr. King said that he was basically colorblind. And it's like, sure you remember Dr. Martin Luther King because Dr. Martin Luther King at the time that you try to describe him was hated by most of America. And when I say most of America, I mean most of America. He was hated by white America and not a lot of black people liked him because he was a troublemaker, right? He would come into your town, rile everybody up. And then after he left, you still had to deal with the issues of whatever it is that he tried to fix if it wasn't fixed. And so a lot of people didn't like him for that reason. In fact, his children are quick to remind us, hey, America hated our father at the time of his death. So let's not diminish him to that one speech he made in 1963. Why don't we talk about the speech he made at the Washington Monument in 1957, which was a totally different speech. And it was a speech about empowerment. It was a speech about the fact that, hey, we are the minority in this country, but in the rest, but to the rest of the world, we're actually a majority. So let's start seeing ourselves as a global majority. And that will change the idea. That's the idea of being a global citizen, right? He was invited by Kwame Nkrumah, who became president of Ghana. He was the first president of Ghana as it came out of colonialism, and he invited Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King and a whole bunch of members of the Black intelligentsia worldwide 
to the inauguration, as well as other world leaders, uh, what, what we like to call the the, glo- the world community, the, the, the global community. And Nixon was there because the president at the time, I believe it was Eisenhower, couldn't be there. So he sent Nixon out there. And Nixon's out there. He's walking around and bam, he sees Martin Luther King Jr. He's like, oh, what you doing out here? He's like, yeah, my boy invited me. I'm sure that's not how the conversation went. But I'd like to say, I'd like to think that it was something similar to that. But <laughs> Close he was he was committed to the idea of tying the struggle of of what we would like to call racial equality, but making it a global black liberation movement. That's what he was interested in. And then if we again we go back to that speech in 1963, we gotta remember that he lived another five years after that speech. And he got to under first of all, he 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 got to see. Malcolm get killed. He got to see um, who else? Who else? He got to see Mega Evers get killed, and so he knew he was gonna go, but he didn't care. He still pushed on, and at that time, he also understood that it wasn't so much just a black and white issue. It was also a poverty issue, and then, yeah, he saw Sam Cook get killed. But that—that's a weird Sam situation, Cook get too, right? That's a whole weird situation. That, that's something we should delve into yeah, that was at weird. another time, like dig deeper into the killing of Sam Cooke because that was weird. But yeah, so he got to see all these things and these these were people who were about something. And now he was tying the black liberation into, no, it's not just racial, it's economic too. And so now poor whites were starting to flock his way and then my man had to go. But we don't talk about that. We don't talk about the fact that he was like, man, what was that? There's a quote he had where he said, I fear that I've entered my people into a burning house. And that burning house was America. My man felt like that 50 years ago. And here we are today. We've just had an insurrection whose people, whose grandparents or great grandparents may well have been burning crosses in front of any church USA that could have ascribed to the teachings of Dr. Martin Luther King, aside from just nonviolence, because a lot of times people don't, don't get that. Yes. So Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It's not just Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King would be his dad. But then again, his dad's real name was Michael. And so was his real name. So his real name was Michael King. And then his dad was a preacher. His father went to Germany, learned more about, uh, about Martin Luther and, and the Protestant movement, and they came back and changed his name to Martin Luther King and changed his son's name to Martin Luther King as well. So th- there's a whole other history that we don't touch on. The fact that he comes from a tradition of... Yeah, his name was Mike King Jr. His father's yeah, name his was name Michael was King. Mike his King. name was Mike King Jr. And... Yeah, and, and, and when he and when he was when he was oh, five cool name, between though. the ages of five or eight, his dad changed his name. But here's the thing: his name wasn't legally changed to Martin Luther King Jr. till he was like 29 years old. In fact, if you were to be around him and people who were close to him, people who were near and dear to him, like his family, they would call him Mikey. They wouldn't call him Mark Martin. They would call him Mikey. But that's neither here nor there. My point is the man had a whole ass life and we've reduced him to, yes, I have a dream today and that's it. But we don't look at the full body of work. We don't look at at, at the development. We don't look at what made him 
the preacher that he ended up being, we 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 also basically we've deified him. And and that that sucks because then we miss out on a, on a human being, someone who had flaws, someone who was a father, someone who was a husband. He was a womanizer, but he was a womanizer before he became famous and he was a womanizer while he was famous. And it matters because people who and, and I'm talking about people, and I'm, yeah, people in general, people need to know these things about him because then they know that they can aspire to do. Maybe not as much as he did, but things similar to what he did. But when we just put him up, I have a dream, and then there's that 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 black and white picture of him staring into the beyond, and that's all we know about the man. That that just has reduced a whole human life to platitudes. If any of that didn't make any sense, I apologize. But that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, so shout out to whoever made that happen uh, in terms of just reducing him to that. All right. Shout out. Do you have any? Hit me. Any Uh, any, any shout out? I, I, (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you that last week you asked me shout outs, and I was like, ah, man, I got to remember that for next time. (laughs) And now here we are. I'm now going, I forgot about this. <laughs> so, no one. <laughs> yeah, no one. Oh, shout out to Comic Shout out King to Kong. DC. Okay. That's about it. Because they were protested again last night for Pizzagate because QAnon people are totally insane. And they feel really bad for their workers because they had to deal with a shooter a couple years ago. So, uh, shout out to Comet Ping Pong. Anyone in DC needs to give. All right. Hold on. Tell us about a couple years ago real quick, because people might not know. You know, QAnon, the (laughs) sex trafficking, demonic, Satan cult, child pedophile ring, whatever, run by Democratic politicians, give or take, I think is how the story goes. Um. So several years ago, one of the conspiracy theories was that Comet Ping Pong, which is just a local pizza place in D.C., that they were the site of one of those child pedophilia rings and that like Hillary Clinton went to this ring and like all these big Democratic politicians. And then it was in the basement of Comet Ping Pong. Importantly, or maybe not importantly, because this is such an insane theory, (laughs) uh, there is no basement at Comet. So, like, whoever made this up hasn't even been to the place. But um, it was circulated around the uh, internet quite a bit on the right-wing extremist uh, sort of threads and algorithms, uh, including uh, Michael Flynn's son. He was a big supporter of this on Twitter. Um, So... I think it was 2017, a guy came in from the South with ammo, entered the pizza place and started shooting uh, quite a few rounds. He went back out into the street and uh, was eventually apprehended. Um, So, you know, just like a regular week, (laughs) like just a regular day, customers in there eating their pizza and uh, some lunatic with a gun comes in and shoots it up. So. Um, that is home of Pizzagate. Uh, they have very good pizza and they have very good 
grilled uh, spaghetti <laughs> squash. Um, but anyway, uh, that conspiracy has persisted for years for no reason. And then uh, last night, there were a handful, I don't know, probably a dozen or so protesters, like, they kind of looked like sold. Don't you think they kind of looked like Westboro Baptist people? <laughs> like, I didn't really understand their connection. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yes. Maybe, those, maybe that uh, diagram overlaps now. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, so police <laughs> responded, tried to get them to disperse, but uh, a bunch of local neighbors like showed up outside and they were blaring Lady Gaga and like dancing the protesters away from them because like you know hip movement is an affront to God and they have to get away um, so it looks like they kind of danced everyone away and then comment posted <laughs> on their Instagram that they're all doing okay but I just have to assume that like that's really traumatizing for the workers there that were there a couple years ago too right like you had to think your life was in danger again. So shout out to them and, you know, not to the nut jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you shout out to them. That's a good shout out. Uh, shout out to <laughs> Ross, brother Nicholas Ajagu, who we talked about for coming out with the nice kicks. Shout out to the internet for the meme game being on point throughout the day. <clears throat> the Bernie meme Yo, Bernie was meme on point. Shout out to QAnon for turning on, on President Donald J. Trump after realizing that he meme. will not save you. He will not come back for another four years. There was no secret plot to... Uh, defile children, a deep state, all that messed up. So those people, as they are waking up to the reality that, <laughs> oh, maybe this whole thing was a lie, or maybe just this guy was a liar and all of this is just crumbling around us. Shout out to the white nationalists who really held on for the last four years and thought that this was going to be a takeoff for just more crazy bullshit to happen within government. And so with that, I close and say shout out to the Biden-Harris administration. I hope that they don't think that the baseline to judge them is going to be the previous administration, because if that's the case, then they already won. But no, there's no time to be gambling with our future. So we'll have to hold them accountable as well. That's all I got. Let me see. I want to shout out the Tiger King. Shout out to the Tiger King real quick. Man, we need rich friends if you want to get a pardon. <laughs> because he didn't get pardoned. <laughs> Yo, my man, my man had a limo. I heard I was reading. He had a limo waiting for him outside. Got a limo. I was waiting for him. Because he was supposed to get pardoned. And what was his real name? <laughs> Joe Exotic. That is definitely not his real name. Thank you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that, that's his name, you know, Tiger King. No, but, you know, his, his Tiger King. It, it is, I think it is now because he changed it before 
a while back. I I, I don't know. I saw. I got to go back and watch Tiger King again, maybe just for laughs. But um, yo, yeah, yeah okay. You know what? Let me run that back. Let me run that back. There were some interesting <laughs> names on that list of parties that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to touch on. I won't run down the whole list, but let's just say shout out to Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. You all might know him as Lil Wayne. He got his pardon. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. Um, <laughs> shout out to Kodak Black, Bill K. Capri for getting his pardon. So I'm guessing my man, I think he was already out, or maybe he is coming out at this point. Yeah, because he was charged. Yeah, he went back in 2019. He was serving like 50 months or something like that. But a big shout out that I really, there are two shout outs that I really wanted to give. Number one, shout out to Kwame Kilpatrick, um, former mayor of Detroit. He was released in 2011, but the fact that he got a pardon is just, it just blows my mind because my man had the city of Detroit on some pay to play situation for real. So mad respect to him and his rich friends for, for getting the pardon. And um, also, Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Michael Harris, aka Harry O, who is the co-founder of Death Row Records. And I don't know how he worked that one out, but he got parted. And so now he's gonna be out. That man done sold more drugs <laughs> in the history of these United States than I don't know who. But uh, Desiree, was it? So did so Desiree. Did Desiree what's the face? She's not Gonzalez. Her her husband Reyes? is Gonzalez. OG. OG is Gonzalez. I, I forgot what her last name is. It's like Reyes. But you know, she's she's what you would call uh, uh, Desiree Perez. Perez, it? Perez. Cause I, yeah, Desiree Perez. She, uh, yeah, shout out to her too. Shout out to her too. She yes, she flipped the 1994 right. drug 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 possession conviction into uh into becoming CEO of Rock Nation so shout out to her yeah she's an FBI informant cocaine trafficking and everything too yeah DEA informant associate of Dash's former partner Jay Z oh my goodness that's perfect all right let me see shout outs to Long shot bar and billiards. My guys Mo and Harold holding it down. Shout out to Alex out there, the pawn shop they got. Shout out to my barber Leo, Groomers Touch Mobile Barbering Service. Guys, get on my uh, Facebook page there for Saul's Life or for more information on that, or just give me a call. I'll shoot you his number. He comes to you. Avoid all the weird lines and all that stuff. I'm telling you, this it's perfect. Uh, LFT websites, Jay Williams or Jay Wilson. Uh, Simple, Clean, and Reliable. Shout out to them. LFT Realty Inc., uh, Melissa Wilson. Shout out to LA Insurance because Ray and Alan are doing big things and Charles as well. Uh, Shout out to Be Nice out there with uh, Tori and all my homies, AMHQ, KB, all the guys. Uh, And the Blixful Art Project that I was a part of. Shout out to them. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. I'm trying to think. uh, I think I I got everybody. (laughs) If I forgot somebody, sorry. I'll get you next week. (laughs) <laughs> that's about it I don't even know yeah shout, oh shout out to my boy Brendan and the bungalower by the way cause uh he, 
That, actually, you know what? Word. I'm going to talk about it next week. But shout out to him, just in general, for being a great guy. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I guess that's it. I'm going to try to be a little more prepared next week. And then, um, and then we'll see what we can get into. But hopefully it'll be another, you know, quick and easy show. Yeah. Yo, is it weird that he's the first person back in the room? Yeah, like, it's the first time that a president <laughs> has mentioned the pandemic publicly and had reckoning for those people in terms of all the deaths? Oh, 400,000. 400,000 deaths, That's what we people. Oof. Peace to the gods and Anyways. All right. That's how, that's how I'm going to start closing the show from now on. Peace. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> yeah, is that... Clearly, that's not going to happen. I want Emily to not say that. that reaction. <laughs> no. <laughs> Got to get her to say some hardcore shit. Peace. Bye. Oh, man. 